So who are you connected to? Who have you given your ear to? A friend of Medjugorje is going to prove to you tonight that he's connected to Our Lady, that he has given his ear to her. And so he can see things within her words that aren't even there physically, but are there in the spirit. This program is on Our Lady's August 2nd, 2018 message that she gave last Thursday. A friend of Medjugorje taped this program on Friday, August the 3rd. Today is August the 7th. And last night, Our Lady gave a message to Yvonne in Medjugorje on top of Apparition Mountain. And after reviewing this message and reflecting on what a friend of Medjugorje taped on Friday, August 2nd message, we're amazed at how connected these two messages are and how much a friend of Medjugorje saw in Our Lady's August 2nd message that Our Lady actually answered in her August 6th message. Before we even start with August 2nd message, I'm going to read the message that we received from Yvonne's prayer group last night. Our Lady said August 6th, 2018. Dear children, also today I desire to call you in a special way to forgiveness. Forgive, dear children, and like this, open the way to the Holy Spirit to your heart. I pray, dear children, for all of you and intercede for you before my Son. Pray together with me for my plans. Thank you, dear children, for also today having responded to my call. There are two key words in this message. First one is forgiveness, and the second one is open. Because when a friend of Medjugorje spoke about August 2nd message, he saw in it that Our Lady was speaking about forgiveness, even though she never said that word in her August 2nd message. She said, my children still have a closed heart. And a friend of Medjugorje said, immediately after he read that line, she's talking about unforgiveness and that unforgiveness closes hearts. I'm saying this to you before he begins the program because it was such a profound revelation to us that he received that spirit within her message before she even gave it last night in the message. And then he even finishes his August 2nd program with forgiveness and unforgiveness. So listen to this reflection that he gives on the August 2nd message and return to Our Lady's words of August 6th to see how intertwined they are and how connected the heart of a friend of Medjugorje is with the spirit of Our Lady. Today is Friday, August 3rd, 2018. And this is Radio Wave.
Broadcasting from the heart of Dixie in the Radio Wave studio at Caritas of Birmingham. This is Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Why is it that a lady gives certain messages and a certain style that she desires something of us to understand in a new way? I lady gave a message that says, As a mother, I desire to educate you. If you contemplate that, what does that mean? Why is she saying something like this? Is she saying we're not educated? We have more schools across the world than ever in history. You could take a millennium in past history and add up all the schools throughout history, and it still will not come close to what we have now in the numbers. So the sentence itself, as a mother, I desire to educate you, is saying something are the opposite because you're not educated. You're not aware of these things. You're not in the knowledge of what you think you should be in knowledge of. And of course, the Book of Wisdom, if you read the Bible, you'll hear and see words that it cannot be anything except pointing to the woman of wisdom. And it refers to she every time it speaks of wisdom. And of course, Our Lady, being the Mother of Christ, must have wisdom. So she is sent to us to give words that have within them something that we need or we wouldn't be receiving it. A mother doesn't give to you what you don't need. If she really loves you, she's going to meet all your needs. And that's not the only time she said, I want to educate you. I want to teach you also. She could have said that, I want to teach you. But she said the word educate. So put that in a context that everybody's got to go to college, everybody's got to go to schools, except for it's uneducating you of what you need to know. It's unteaching you of what you need to know. How many times and how many people do you know, including your own children, who when they set off with the morals and the values that you had all the way through high school or homeschool, and you send them to the university, and they come back changed? Because the universities and that world is uneducating you from what you were raised when you had those values. We have another message that Our Lady says on April 20th, 2018, recently, where she says, I desire to educate you, teach you, and lead you to peace. So through educating and through teaching, that's the way to peace. And yet we're conditioned and we're taught. And the world is showing us that the education you need is what comes from the schooling, universities, your jobs, but not from heaven. And that's why we have no peace. We've got a system that is peaceless because it's based on the world's education. And another message our lady said on June 22nd, 2012, I desire to lead you, to teach you, to educate you. I desire to lead all of you to my son. I desire to lead all of you to heaven because the world is leading you teaching you and educating you just the opposite, all for the world. A lot of the universities started as Christian universities. The purpose of them was to, yes, educate you in harmony with eternity, with Jesus Christ. They're Christian-based. And now they're demonic-based. They're satanic-based. Even the Catholic colleges are even more so in many ways. I wrote in 30 Years of Apparitions, that those apparitions in 30 years, that over 120 Catholic universities 
or friendly to lifestyles that is in Romans 1, 18.32, that Sodom was destroyed for. Catholic universities favorable and in promotion of and propagating this lifestyle. So you wonder why a lady says, I am here to educate you. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to lead you away from these things. Don't go to these universities. In fact, don't go to any university. And you don't need to. If you don't believe that, you come here to Caritas and look at our youth and what we're training them and educating them to do. Through the messages, we live a life based in the messages. And our children by 12th grade has everything they need to do to make it in life. Even if they go out of the community and get a job, they go right to the top, no matter where they work. We're on our own path of what the understanding of what education is. And so our lady gave for August 2nd a new message for the world, for the world of unbelievers, and us who resist our lady in our unbeliefs that we mitigate, change, or alter to come completely in harmony with her. Our Lady's August 2nd, 2018 message given on the day for non-believers. Dear children, with a motherly love, I am calling you to open hearts to peace, to open hearts to my Son, so that in your hearts, love for my Son may sing, because only out of that love, peace comes in the soul. My children, I know you have goodness. I know that you have love, a merciful love. But many of my children still have a closed heart. They think that they can do it without directing their thoughts towards the Heavenly Father who illuminates, towards my Son who is always with you anew in the Eucharist and who desires to listen to you. My children, why do you not speak to him? The life of each of you is important and precious because it is a gift from the Heavenly Father for eternity. Therefore, do not ever forget to keep on thanking him. Speak to him. I know, my children, that what is to come afterwards is unknown to you. But when your hereafter comes, you will receive all the answers. My motherly love desires that you be ready. My children, by your life, Keep putting good feelings in the hearts of the people whom you meet. Feelings of peace, goodness, love, and forgiveness. Through prayer, hearken to what my son is saying and act accordingly. Anew, I am calling you to prayer for your shepherds. For those whom my son has called, remember that they need prayers and love. Thank you. So many things said in one message, and so little time contemplating 
by many, many of our age children of the substance that is so available richly to this message and every word that it utters to us. Medjugorje can be an exciting place to be when you go to conversion. And indeed, in the beginning days, many people grew used to the messages and actually began to ignore them. But they're so profound, they're so deep, what you've learned from this mission, because of our going into the messages so deeply and applying them to our life, that we're able to tell you things about this that you yourself can tell others. Because that lady starts off the message saying, With a motherly love, I am calling you to open hearts to peace, to open hearts to my son. This is an action. We've talked on our broadcast, the special two-hour-and-a-half broadcast last week, in referencing where one woman wrote in that all we have to do is pray and everything falls into place. That's not the way it is. We wish it was. It'd be nice if the tabernacle or our lady's messages just fell out of heaven and everything we built here and all our books would just fall from heaven. It's physical. Prayer, if it doesn't result in physical action, is not adequate prayer or correct prayer or you're not praying enough. It will motivate you. You will go out into the streets. You'll have the power. And that's what our lady's saying here. I want you to be out there opening hearts at peace by your witness, through your work, your company, what you have, what's underneath your authority, who's underneath your authority. You are to display the most important thing in the world, which is to change hearts to get them into eternity. It's not your job. It's not your manufacturing. It's not what you produce. It's not what you write. It's not what you think is important as for sports. Everything, from money to sports, to events, to your pleasures, to your labors, all that has to be glorifying God. And in the way of saying that, because Our Lady has said what I've repeated in the last couple of years so strongly, everything is passing. Everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God remains. And we are seeing this. This is happening now at this moment. I've been flying for... 40 years, 32 years very heavily, very frequently. Three instances has happened just in the last few months I've been flying. One was our hydraulics went out, heading toward Medjugorje. This was just in May. The hydraulics busted. Half of the plane was dead hydraulically. They had to go for emergency landing, closing down the airport, having the fire trucks ready to go in, and we bring it into a landing. And they came in so slow with the plane pointed up, dumping all the fuel out so there wouldn't be fuel in the plane. So it's an emergency. I wasn't worried about it because I prayed, God, when you're ready to take me, take me. And that was the time, that was the time. I'm not bringing it up for that. I'm bringing it up because just recently we were flying and something happened with the landing gear. We're halfway there. Where we're going. We have to turn back around, go back to Atlanta because they were the only ones that had adequate emergency equipment. And on the return flight, a few days later, we pull up to the gate, the alarm goes off, we're already standing up, we got our luggage out of the overhead bins, and suddenly the pilot goes back into the cockpit and locks the door. What happened is the ramp didn't get all the way to it, the alarm goes off, they got one, two, three, four, five, six Delta people that couldn't get it to stop. We sat there for an hour, then they hook it up, the plane to go to another gate, 
and then we have to go to this another gate, and then the guy couldn't make that happen. Then they'd take the front wheel off of the truck that moves the planes, and he had to crank his engines back up to go to the gate. We got off the plane. We talked to another guy. He says, you know, I've flown once a month for the last 12 months, and every single time something has happened. The planes are breaking down. Now, I'm just telling you what's happened to me personally. Am I going to stop flying? No, I'm not going to. Because I prayed for a happy, holy death. When God wants to take me, then he can take me. One of my workers when I was in business was named Rufus, a big old black guy, really good. We were really friends, actually. And he said, aren't you scared about getting in those airplanes? I said, no, why? He says, don't you think that thing's going to crash? I said, Rufus, listen to me. If I'm supposed to die in a plane crash and I never get on a plane again, I'll be laying in bed and a plane will come to my house and kill me. I'm not worried about how I'm going to die or when I'm on a plane or not. So don't let that scare you from flying. I never think about it. But things are happening. Well, why is that? Because they're really not glorifying God. Delta has endorsed abominable lifestyles through their magazines in the last year or so. What is not glorifying God is falling apart. We got a clip the other day for the broadcast we did last week. Limbaugh was on there. He starts talking about he's trying to go to work, and he says, I got behind this bus. Then this happened. I tried to run out from a radio show. This this broke. He said, well, what's going on? Everything's breaking. On the way to work, he had like seven or eight things happen. Then he says, I pulled out a cigar, and the thing was bitter. It was no good. I pulled out another one. It was no good. Then he did another one. Then he got to the fourth one, and he says, the thing fell apart. Quote, that's what he said. It fell apart. His cigars falling apart. He got two more. He said six of them, and then I just quit. And he says, what's going on? This is just not one isolated incident. We're hearing this in everything. Our lady said this, I think, a couple years ago. Everything is passing. Everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God remains. My point is, you can see this everywhere. Things are happening. Look what happened just to Facebook. They lost more money in one day because they're not glorifying God. Two months ago, there was a congressional hearing with Zuckerberg, the founder of it. And they found out he was persecuting Christians. They're making the algorithms unfavor Christians or conservatives. So this came out. That's not glorifying God, is it? And their fall last week was $100 billion in one day. It's falling apart. To get a perspective on this and how big a deal this is and how gargantuous it is, that equals the market value and even eclipses the total market value of Warehouse Club Costco, the drug master Bristol Myers, the investment powerhouse Goldman Sachs, and the defense contractor Lockheed Martin. Think about that. Add to that the huge credit card company, American Express. That loss is worth all what their market is. You want another perspective? Their wealth is stored was more than the total value of what Caterpillar produces, the home improvement retailer Lowe's, and coffee seller Starbucks, and the drugstore chain CVS. See, don't matter how big you are, how strong you are, if you're not going to glorify God, you're going to pass and fall. Because a lady said it. When a lady said over the war in Croatia, 
Thank you for your prayers. This war would end ASAP as soon as possible. It was a year and a half later before it happened, two years, because God had to line things up. The answer was there. When a lady said this, September 2nd, 2011, she actually said, quote, everything around you, not some things, everything around you is passing and everything is falling apart. That everything means there's nothing will not be untouched. And she continues, everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God remains. Therefore, renounce everything that distances you from the Lord. What does that mean? Is Facebook distancing you from the Lord? I've heard people that use it say, this thing's from the devil, and they continue to use it. And it says, what's well, going to fall apart? Zuckerberg allowed Obama to use his organization and do things that shouldn't be done with Facebook, and now they lose an incredible amount of money that even Ford and General Motors itself their whole combined market share. This is huge. How much is $100 billion? That means 100,000 stacks, each stack is $1 million. They can make 100,000 people millionaires. I don't want to overdwell this, but I can't overemphasize that what you need to start doing in the world and looking at it are you connected to things that's going to pass? Because it's not most things, everything. Well, how do we counter that? Because we just heard last week, Apple is the first company that went over $1 trillion in worth. Well, it started in a garage and has grown, but it represented a bitten apple, which is from Adam and Eve. When Eve symbolically took the bite of the apple, what do you think that means? Why is this company exploding in growth if everything's passing? Oh, its day will come. But Satan's got a special protection on it because their main business is iPhones. And one of the main things distancing people the most from God and from their prayer time is the time they speak their words instead of prayer through these systems that people accept without questioning. Its day's going to come because LA is here to destroy the Tower of Babel. And Apple's one of those. So don't be deluded. But wow, a trillion dollar company. Just the higher it gets, the bigger it's going to fall. Its day is coming because Our Lady said it. So you can throw into that all the universities. They're not glorifying God. You have to really dwell on certain words of Our Lady to see what she says because she wants us to bring us back to life. She wants us to have life, and we don't. And the only thing that's going to have life in the future, whether it's business, companies, nations, is those who glorify God. So all we hear is confusion. We don't hear truth. We need to breathe that, and everything puts you in fear. But a lady wants to give us peace. That's what she said. Bring peace to hearts.
depression and all anxieties they have no power over me addiction and strongholds and This is what all these words are for. To get rid of everything, all the anxieties, all the difficulties, all those things that have power over us. We are taken in her words to breathe life, to feel hope, because only Jesus will give us the rest we need of all those things assailing us and distancing us from God. When you read this message, when you heard this message, there's one word in there that's very profound. And this is the genius of the message. Our Lady said this, they think that they can do it without directing the thoughts towards the Heavenly Father who illuminates towards my Son who is always with you. The word of this whole message was in that sentence. And what is it? The word is IT, it. Very profound, the most profound thing In the message, when I first read it, I said, wow, look at that. They think they can do it. So what does it mean? It, in this sentence, reveals a mystery of the messages of which applies to what your it is. 
The word it is left open by Our Lady cleverly to leave thousands of its concerning 7 billion people on the earth. How can that be said? Why is that said? Because Our Lady said, My children, I know that you have goodness. I know that you have love, a merciful love. But many of my children still have closed hearts. They think they can do it without directing their thoughts towards the Heavenly Father, who illuminates. But that it is not identified by Our Lady. It's not merciful love she's talking about, or that you have love, or a closed heart. There's no identification of what it is. And this is the genius of these messages. And this is why she said, I'm giving messages as never before in the history of the world since its beginning. She leaves it unidentified. Do you understand this? This is the incredible parts of Our Lady's messages that show up that she has fabriced her words in a blanket of a mosaic that can apply to anything in life. And that's why these messages will be here to bring us into the time of the second coming of Jesus and prepare us to bring us into eternity. It, in the sentence, is not identified except by the Holy Spirit. So you can identify this when you read the word it. They think they can do it according to where you are, what you are, who you are, or as a group or a prayer group or a church or a parish or your organization, or your company, or your life, or the whole world. And of course, another profound thing is what preceded the words, they think that they can do it. Our Lady said, but many of my children still have closed hearts. Immediately what I heard when I read that was a lady, when she said that, she meant unforgiveness. My children have a closed heart. That's related to unforgiveness. And what does unforgiveness do you? Why does it close your heart? Because it's like acid. It destroys the container it's held in. So in other words, it eats you up. You can't have a closed heart. You can open your heart to peace. You can open your heart to your son, your hearts to love. But a lady adds to that, I know you have goodness. I know that you have love. And then she adds to that, a merciful love. Many people have merciful things. If they're going to die tomorrow and they see a puppy or doing something, they oh, they may have mercy in them. Merciful love. But they could be consigned to hell the next day for the sins. There's people that do good things because they have the goodness in them and they learn certain things, but they're so maybe still condemned to hell. Judas was disgusted with the Sanhedrin. He brought the 30 pieces of silver back to the Sanhedrin and threw it on the floor, which was a sign of repentance. He regretted what he did, but then he despaired on what he did because he was too proud, even though he repented, to ask for forgiveness for himself. And that relates to his life of not forgiving others. Why is that so serious? Because the ultimate forgiveness was on the cross of Jesus Christ. Nobody has an excuse not to forgive. That's what I really want you to understand. My children still have a closed heart. This is related to that because no one is given mercy when they have unforgiveness in their hearts. It's a serious thing, and it's self-destruction. So when Our Lady said, my children still have a closed heart, period, they think they can do it, look how powerful these messages are. They are tremendously profound. When many people start going to the messages 
and go into Medjugorje, go into conversion, and they introduce themselves to Our Lady, and she introduces herself to them, it causes trouble. When you get involved with the Lady, you'll get in trouble with other people. It'll be difficult. It'll be a battle. And you'll be losing many things. Because people will think of you that you're losing your mind over Our Lady. Everything changes once you're introduced to her. And it's not always a peace that we think with the world, but there is an inner peace that comes to us when we choose her, despite what everybody else thinks of us. You're the kind of trouble I can get into. You're the kind of battle yeah, I'll be willing to lose. You're the winter fires burning right through. I've been losing my mind over you. You're the kind of weakness hiding under my skin like holy water. Yeah, I can't get baptized in like a church choir singing. How amazing the grace you've been restoring my faith. If I ever saw heaven, it'll look like you. Won't ever stop trying, only give you the truth. Cause I'm one step closer to making my move. If I ever saw heaven. It'll look like you You're the kind of story I am burning to tell The kind of treasure that you pray for it or wish him well Singing hallelujah to the river I'll go
These six visionaries of Medjugorje, when they look at Our Lady, they are seeing heaven. Maria has told me that. When she sees Our Lady, she sees heaven. It's not just her figure. It's just not physically that she's in front of her. She's looking at heaven. Heaven is like the Garden of Eden in some sense. When Maria's sick, when she's injured, when she's hurt, and the apparition happens, the pain's gone because there's no pain in heaven. It's an amazing thing to witness. We need to pinch ourselves. What are we in the midst of? And how many of you have gone through conversion? And everybody, as the song said, I'm losing my mind over you, which they relay, you're going crazy. This is over the top. This is too much. Nothing else is important. Because the lady just said on this August 2nd, I know my children that what comes afterwards is unknown to you. But when your hereafter comes, you will receive all the answers because now you're going to go through the fire. You're going to go through the battle that you have to lose because to associate yourself with the lady doesn't mean everything's going to go perfect. And when you're doing what the song says about our lady, quote, you're the kind of story I'm burning to tell, the kind of treasure that you pay for at a wishing well, and you're singing hallelujah, and your friends and your family, they don't want to hear it. It gets you in trouble. Our Lady is saying that Jesus desires to listen to you. He wants to hear you talk about him to people and in prayer. And she adds to that, my children, why do you not speak to him? Why? Because Apple is a one trillion dollar company. And he's got probably a trillion more prayers that day going through his systems than God does through his system of our lady calling us to prayer. Think about that. You don't put value on your life if you're praying. Our lady says the life of each of you is important and precious because it is a gift from the Heavenly Father for eternity. Therefore, do not forget to keep on thanking him. How many times have you thanked him to the day versus how much and words are wasted in text, emails, conversations, and being connected in the wrong way? Our Lady wants you to connect to God, not through Facebook, not through Apple, not through iPhones, but directly to God. She says, through prayer, hearken to what my son is saying and act accordingly. She's saying God's words because she told us in the early years that God is telling her what to convey to you. And so she tells you on this August 2nd message, through prayer, hearken to what my son is saying and act accordingly. Are you acting by what you heard through these messages? Are you going to continue on being disconnected to God connected to the world. You are dealing every day with death, and it's your best friends, and much of it surrounds your whole day. Do an honest evaluation of yourself of how much time you've wasted with things that have no meaning or purpose or life. But go ahead and stay connected if you like, because Our Lady relayed a message in 1992, which I'll paraphrase. She said, 
You have taken a path of misery, a path of ruin. You have taken these messages superficially. You have gone away from me because of your miserable interest. I wanted to make of you an oasis of peace. I cannot help you. Therefore, pray, live my messages, and then you will see miracles of God in your everyday life. Look what you're throwing away, being connected to what this world gives to you and actually enslaves you. So you're not seeing the miracle except what's in your hand. That's what you think is a miracle today. The miracles that you have in your hand and what goes with all that and all the peripherals, 500 years ago, if a man saw it, would say a miracle. It's a miracle because they didn't have any concept of that. But it's not a miracle and it's not man's miracle. It's false glitter. Our Lady said that's what it is. February 2nd, 2018. My children do not believe lying voices, which speaks to you about false things, false glitter. It's an amazing statement. So the miracles you're doing is not where God is doing, what Our Lady is really doing, what Grace is doing, when she says in the same message, making myself evident to you. She is coming down for this purpose. And she's here to make the blind see because we have more blind people in the world today than ever in history of the world. Silencing my every fear Silencing my 
Our Lady wants you to know that God is a God of miracles. And I want to testify, you will see miracles. It's part of what I wrote in the recent writing, Never in History. If you haven't read that, you must read it. The efficacy, the new power of the woman. God wants to be known to you through her that miracles are available on a daily basis throughout the day. It's a new thing coming to the world. Our Lady said, April 2nd, 2013, Do not forget that you will come before the Heavenly Father and tell Him about yourself. Be ready. I spoke to Maria back in 1986 intensely about this. Maria, what happens when you die? She says, you come before Jesus and you tell Him where you want to go. I said, what? She says, you tell Him where you're going. I said, well, if I say heaven, what will happen? She says, you're going to be under truth, underneath the light of Christ. You will pronounce your judgment. And that's what I just said in this message. Before the Heavenly Father and tell him about yourself. Be ready. And I asked Maria, I said, suppose I'm supposed to go to purgatory and I say heaven. She says, you won't say that. I said, why? She says, because you're underneath this light and you're going to say and pronounce where you're going. So I say, okay, so if you sin, you go and go to hell. You can't say purgatory. She says, no, you'll choose hell. You actually choose the place. That's a scary thing. So when Our Lady says, be ready, you better take that in this life and afterlife, the hereafter. Our Lady said on June 2nd, 2017, my children, be ready. This time is a turning point. That is why I'm calling you anew to faith and hope. That's in this life, she's saying, be ready. Because if you're not ready for God in this life and throughout your life, you won't be ready in the hereafter life when you come before Jesus. And he's going to let you pronounce by reviewing your life, what is your judgment? Scary and beautiful all at the same time, depending on where you're going. So Our Lady said on the August 2nd message, Therefore do not forget to keep on thanking Him. Gratefulness begets another favor. That will put you in favor with God. If everything's a blessing, everything you see it, He'll even give you strength to follow the commandments more strongly. And you won't follow as much. Gratefulness is important. Keep on thanking Him, she says. Then she says, speak to Him. I know my children that what is to come afterwards is unknown to you. But when your hereafter comes, you will receive all the answers. My motherly love desires that you be ready. Ready for what? To live the life in this turning point. Act now to change life for hereafter. In this life, how much more can we take? How many more tears can we cry? The answer is only one thing. It's love. Only love. Only love can save us. And I gave a message here. I wish that your life be love. Only love. Let everything you do in life be love. And this is our lady's answer. Love keeps things burning. And it keeps things from burning down at the same time. And many things are burning down to the ground. The human heart. What does it look like today? Love? Or is it burnt? By the way you live... One's going to be in flame in the fire of Jesus and his sacred heart, along with his mother's immaculate heart, are in hell with the heart of Satan on fire. 
And many people can't see that. Only the heart that loves can see on the side of the human heart. How much more are we gonna take? How many nights do we have to lie awake? How many tears are we gonna cry? We can wish until the well runs dry But what happens when the sky above Runs out of every single shooting star? And what if every good intention's only meant to go so far? Only love, only love can save us now Keep the world from burning down, down, down To the ground, ground, ground Only love can look inside a human How many lessons have we really learned from Her Lady? 
She's taught us to think how many bridges could we cross instead of burning them down. Why do we find it hard to forgive? We're so blinded that it's easy to forget that God has to send her. For what? Only love can save us now. And that's who came to the world today and will come tomorrow. And when she no longer has appeared to the visionaries, love will remain on the earth. It's the new gift to thank God for. We wish you our lady. We love you. Goodbye.